This is the Neds NRL Punting Podcast with Jarrell Yao Yi, Chris Gary, and Jared Tins. G'day, punters. Welcome to episode seven of the Neds NRL Punting Podcast. You've been tuning in for the best part of two months now. We thank you for it. In fact, more punters seem to be diving in each and every week. What a great result for us. Look, if this is the first time you've dipped your toe into the Neds NRL Punting Podcast, my name is Jared Timms. Joining me as he does each and every week, it's the 60-game superstar. Three games each for the Maroons, Kangaroos and Indigenous All-Stars. 32 tries? 33. 33 <laughs> tries. It's Jarrell Yao Yee. Crowd goes wild. There you go, gentlemen. It's and good to be back. PR superstar, <laughs> former Courier Mail, Channel 7 journal, Walkley winner, Chris Gary. Also won a couple of uh, participation awards in Junior Rugby League Carnivals, so... Terrific. There's that. Well, you, I mean, how old are you? 40. You can't, be, you can't, you can't lose when you're that old, surely. How was the long weekend, gentlemen? Gerald, did you uh, get a bit of time off, enjoy some footy? I did. I did. I uh, had some family time, actually. Uh, very low-key weekend. Uh We've got a Bucks party in two weeks, so uh, I've just been getting some brownie points. My wife doesn't listen to this, but she doesn't know um, that what's, what's about to go down at that Bucks party. I'm going to go enjoy myself. She might be one of the new <laughs> listeners for uh, episode seven. Oh, rats. <laughs> Lollipop sticks. Chris, you got away on the weekend. Yeah, the Mrs. Uh, farm up in Glasshouse Mounds, Red Wine, Fire. Oh. oh, her family owns the farm. She yeah. owns the farm. Outstanding. Yeah. So Absolutely huge. That's result. why I'm all right to take chances on podcasts like <laughs> this. It doesn't work out. Did, <laughs> you catch up, did you catch up on the footy when you got home? Um, I actually watched a bit of footy, which she loved. Thrilled with that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I thought it was an actually great weekend of footy. The Cows game, awesome. Mm. All the way through to Monday's. Tigers boil over. West Jackson Tigers are back. Wow. They're definitely not back, but at least it's put one week more on West on Michael Maguire's. Yeah, it's just tenure. annoying because we, we you know, <laughs> we've been trying to push him out the door before round ten. Yeah. And we can't get tips right, which we want to get something right. So Madge just <laughs> We've consistently up, been tipping the opposite of what's been happening, yeah. to be fair. Yeah, so, you're right. you know, yeah. take us on every week, punties. You're going to have a very, very good winning <laughs> season. Uh, what was the highlight? Was it West? Was it Jackson Hastings? Yeah, for sure. And just those scenes with Madge in the box, I thought was great. Look, I, I don't think he's going to see out the season, but it was lovely to see at least a week of, of happiness. Like, mm. <laughs> he looks so depressed. Why do you want to be a coach? I don't understand. Like, the money's good. I get that aspect. And you're sort of, uh, you know, you're a celebrity. You have the status. I understand that. But honestly, it looks like such a grinding groove. Ruling, depressing no. job. He actually got a bit of colour back in his face. He didn't yeah. look like Woogie or, from, you know, something about Mary. He actually looked <laughs> Don Woganowski. You know, he actually looked good. He actually looked good for once and he said, you know, I'm going to go uh, go have a beer with the boy. So it was, you know, to see him like that, it was, yeah, it was good to see him He back. was up and about. It's certainly what it's all about in the game of rugby league. Now, the biggest talking point this weekend didn't really have anything to do with footy at all, but a celebration we all saw what happened. Zach Lomax jumped on his former teammate Tyson Brazell on his way through to celebrating a try. Deary me, has there been some blow up about this as well? Jarrell, you and I spoke at length about it on Tuesday this week. You've also been very, very active on social media. Coming off the back fence with this one. Uh, can you remind us of your position? Uh, what do you mean? Oh, where, where I like, sit- yeah, yeah, where you stand with this? I, I, I thought for me, um, if it's my teammate and they're in the way of the cell, I'm doing exactly the same thing. That's where I sit with it. Not a lot of people are going to take it the same way. Zach Lomax probably isn't the type of guy to do something like that. But he did. He's done it. It's done. Had a lot of people on Twitter saying, "Oh, you wouldn't do it back in the day because you get punched." But 
he he didn't punch him. He can't punch him. He won't punch him. Yeah. So we're living in the year 2022. I look. I thought for me it was a highlight of the round for me. I thought uh, he come out of his shell a little bit. He is a little bit embarrassed about it. Obviously, we've seen uh, you know reports and 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 obviously stuff with James Graham and everything and uh, on 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 TV and talking a little bit about it, but. I, I loved everything about it. Uh, Tyson Frizzell, not so much. Not so much at all. Chris, would love to hear your Look, perspective. I'm, I'm actually... I just think, why why can't we have more dickheads and flogs in the game? Like, <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. Like, let's bring back the dickhead. That's what I say. Forget the biff. Like, yeah, he was acting like a child. He was he was being a bit of an asshole. But who cares? Like, it's fun. Like, let, let's have characters. Let's have rivalries. Let's have blow-ups. Like, bring it on. And we don't see, like we said, we don't see anything like Zach yeah. Lomax. He doesn't come out of his... You know, out of his shell. So it's his old teammate. He obviously didn't think he was going to react like that. Like, I don't think he would have, from all reports, you know, speaking to Macca, speaking to Honey, obviously I'm close with them. I don't think they thought he was going to act, you know, act the way he did. Um, maybe a bit of a push, but he got he got really deep with it, Tyson Frizzell, and he wasn't too happy about it. Um, Frizz, there's, there's a few things coming out. I mean... You know, on Origin, Chambers, uh, the one... I know Chambers was there at the same time, but it's a similar thing, yep. you, you know. And there's people on Twitter going, oh, you could have heard him. They play a contact sport, people, yeah. all right? They run at each other every single set. He's not going to get injured from jumping on his shoulders. So if he, if anyone was going to get injured, it's Zach Lomax when he resold him uh, by his by his jersey. Yeah. They're the only That's the only reason. So um, they're taking the piss, honestly. In line with what Chris just said then, bringing a bit of the dickhead back into the game, did you play with Mick Ennis? I didn't. I didn't, but... He would have been uh, good for something like this. Oh, surely. mate, he was amazing. He yeah. was amazing for it. He, the, the, the talk, the chat he had on the field. Nathan Highmash had a little bit of his winner. I don't think he likes wingers, Nathan, Nathan Highmash. So, um, you know, when you got the the wood over him, I think he was a bit filthy. I had some one of the best sledges inside me, Justin Hodges. Uh, he, some of the stuff he would say to to his opposition was amazing. Uh, I mean, I can recall a few things. Uh, it's going to be a long day for you, kid. Uh, and I think he was talking to someone his age. You know, like it's just and and he always backed it up. Hodjo did so. Yeah. Um, Kenny Ed, Kenny uh, was it Edwards? Yeah, yeah Kenny Edwards. Yeah, yeah, Kenny Edwards from Para. Yeah. He did it several times to the great JT. Yeah. You know. And JT just shrugged it off and moved on. So, look, it's I'm. You can tell I'm passionate about this one because yeah. I thought Tyson was, you know, took the piss a little bit, and you know, it's just it's it brings a, a lot to our game. And look, look, we're talking about it, and it's still you know four or five days past it. Yeah, just more theatrics, please. You yep. see in the NBA characters like Pat Beverly, even Kyrie Irving the other day giving the finger to the crowd. Um, let's have more engagement. We don't want it to be stale. But I guess on that, Gerald, do you remember, is there a sledge that you copped that stand out? Like oh, that? mate, look, not, not that it stood out. Look, I got called out even by the crowd. Like, because I, I was on the wing, I got called everything. And I'm talking, like, I'm talking in the depths where, you know, you know, I'm talking bad stuff. Pretty crook stuff. But I was just like, you know what? If they if they want to do that, well, I'm going to talk with my actions, and I'm going to I'm going to score tries, and I'm going to score meat pies, and I'm going to walk back, and I'm going to remember who said it to me, and I'm going to wink at them every time, <laughs> and that was how I got back at people. Um, I, I was very shy; I didn't really like to get into that type of stuff, but I just, you know, my mum always told me sticks and stones may break your bones, but words will never hurt. You just you just do your stuff on the field, Gerald, and you, everything's going to be okay. Kalen Ponger's contract has been a very big talking point all season. Will he stay at the Knights? Is he off to Uncle Wayne at the Dolphins today? Mm. We've got a decision. He's locked into the Knights for another five years. Chris, 
Is he worth a million dollars a season? Absolutely he is. One of very few, well, I wouldn't say one of very few, but he's one of the guys who absolutely has everything on field and off field as well. A stand-up bloke. Obviously, I think I mentioned before, know, know him a bit, especially his family. Um, his dad, Andre, who's come in for a lot of criticism. I messaged Andre today and I just said, stuff everyone else. Look after your family. All he's trying to do is drive the best price for Kalen. And good luck to him. It's family first. Like, football clubs show no loyalty. As soon as you have your your worth has dropped, they will ship you out. They will dump you in a heartbeat. Get it as much as you can out of the game while you can. It's and, that simple. And a million dollars, I still think he's worth more. So, yeah. I, I honestly think he's worth more. On the open market, I think he gets more somewhere else. But the kind of guy he is, I think he's taken, you know, 200, 100 less to, you know, be able to contribute to, you know, younger kids coming through through to um, Newcastle. Because for me, I think Caelan Ponga gets $1.2 million at the Dolphins. Yeah. I, I really do think he does. There's I no doubt he, he sacrificed money. Exactly. He's, he's and and $200,000, you know, for five years is it's for each year is a lot of – it's still a lot of money. So I think what he's done is he's taken a bit of a hit. He wants to win a, he wants to win a comp at Newcastle. Well, can he do it? I, look, I don't think with the cattle they have right at this moment, but I love when people prove me wrong, and if anyone's going to do it, I think it's Caelan Ponga. And here's the thing as well. Everyone's criticising Andre for stepping in. It's his son. And I understand from a football club's perspective, you don't want dads trying to dictate and control um, how it works out, but Caelan's a very upstanding individual. He's been raised very well, plays great footy, um, really great community ambassador and Knights ambassador. Andre's done a great job trying to get the best for his son. It's worked out in favour of the Knights five years. What I am really interested in is a, another issue for the Dolphins here, another player they've missed out on. Are they going to finish last next year? That was going to be my next question, actually, on the other side of mm. this. Uh, is it chips in Munster that they're chasing now? It's, it's literally Has to be. all in, all yeah. in. $3 million a year. Yeah. Like, they literally <laughs> have to just, you know, bring back the thoroughbreds, do some under-the-table deals, whatever it takes. If they miss out on Munster as well, it's a disaster. It's Munster or it's an absolute disaster. And, and the way that Cam's playing at the moment, you ain't going to get him for a million dollars. No. Uh, you know, if he had signed a contract last week, I mean, didn't he put on a show on the weekend? And it just obviously he'd been building into it. He'd missed the first couple of rounds. He's really coming to it. Pay that man his money yeah. and get paid and go wherever you want. And I think the Dolphins are going to have to throw – yeah, the checkbook. He's, at got, him. he's going to have to be the highest paid player in the yep, NRL. Hundred percent, absolutely. I, and we might even see up up towards one point three, one point four million dollars. Oh, I think so. Yeah. And, and if you're the Dolphins, you do it. It's probably it's well, it. it's absolutely worth it. Certainly at this point, isn't it? It's going to take a career best recruiting performance from Uncle Wayne. As well, well, what's happened to Uncle Wayne? Has he lost his mojo? What's going on? Because honestly, at the moment, they've got a team that's that would finish last. Absolutely. I, I've just got to say this. I think loyalty is coming back. The, what what Caelan Ponga has done for the Newcastle Knights, and I know it's a million dollars and everyone's going to go, so it's a lot of money, draw, but he might change the, you know, the precedence of how kids see, you know, different clubs now. You know, they go, well, he stayed there. He could have went to a new franchise and, and took all the money and took all the accolades, but he didn't. He stayed. He took a little bit less, um, whether you think it or not, and we might be seeing the, the loyalty card come back. Does that mean Caelan Pong, um, Does that mean Cameron Munster is going to stay at Melbourne for less? They don't call him Money Munster for no reason. Yeah, he he's going to take the cash, and I don't think Melbourne are in a position at the moment with who they've signed to be offering him, you know, hundred, two hundred thousand less than what he's what he's worth. Because if he continues on 
this way he's playing footy at the start of this year, we, you know, we could, he, he could go close to winning the Dally M. Yeah, if he was to say at Melbourne, it'd be a 500k haircut. Yeah, it's um, it's huge, yeah, which is just not going to happen. Yeah. I'm actually quite confident he will end up at the Dolphins. I'm I'm quite confident. You calling it? I wouldn't say I'm calling it, but I'd be surprised if he didn't. Yeah. From what, what you've just said there, it sounds like an open and shut case to me. That's for sure, Chris. You've provided us with plenty of Broncos hot takes oh. this season. Have you got anything for us ahead of round seven? <laughs> I do. I do. Don't know how happy Jarrell will be with this. But no, hit us I'm, with I'm, it. I'm sorry, but to me. Kevin Walters is on the clock. Do you reckon? I'm, I'm concerned, especially with this week's team selection. Tamari Martin, great story. Why has he been put in a fullback? I don't understand. Has he? I thought Cobo was going to play fullback. No, no. Cobo will play on the wing and Tamari will come Why in in the spine. Selwyn Cobo or Herbie Farnworth not back at fullback? I don't understand that. It's four losses in a row. The Bulldogs have a nightmare of COVID cases, so Brisbane should win this game. Um, I'm really concerned at the selection of Tamari back there. Um, also, just their playing style. To me, it's Adam Reynolds was brilliant again last week. I just don't understand beyond him what is really happening. I haven't seen talent progress. Even someone like Selen Cobbo or TC Rabadi, Jordan Ricky, these guys aren't coming along as we hoped. It's it's frustrating, and I fear for Kevy. We all love Kevy. I, I still think he's got a coaching career ahead of him, but right now he's on the clock, and I hope things go well with him. I hope Tamari plays well at fullback because he's a ripper guy and he deserves all the success in his life, but I'm very concerned. It's a bit of like the Kyle Flanagan situation at the moment at the Bulldogs, isn't it, for yeah. Tamari Martin? Great. It's, gonna, it's a great opportunity for him, but now he's got to produce because they're in hot water. They've lost four, like you said, Chris, and, uh, yeah, it's, 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 all, it's all on him. I, I honestly... We, we had this conversation round one, uh, podcast one, that Selwyn Cobbo has to be the fullback of the future for us. And I th- it's the perfect opportunity to put him there. I mean, Jake Turpin won't play first grade this week, it looks like it. He looks like he's been dropped. Uh, and Corey Pakes uh, will get his opportunity. I like and, that, yeah. yeah. And, and I think, you know, unfortunately, look, I, I, I caught up with Terps and a um, couple of weeks ago he was injured. He was doing all the right things. He wasn't drinking. He was, you know, rehabbing really well. Um, but unfortunately, you know, when you lose by 38 to, you know, whatever it was against Penrith, um, you have to make some changes. Uh, but I, I think we might have done them wrong. You know, if we lose this game, who do we got next week? I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's tough. And I think Michael Maguire winning one takes a little bit of heat off him. Yeah. And, and puts it on Kevy. And here's the other thing is that people are saying, to me anyway, they're saying, hey, there's not never this pressure on the Titans. They've been struggling too. You know why? Because no one really cares. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. But it's more don't. than fair. They don't. And and the last thing, I, I used to say this to Brisbane officials a lot when they would criticise me for my coverage, I care. People care. They want to see Brisbane do well. So that's why the criticism is higher. If the Broncos get to a point where they are like the Titans, where they suck and everyone just shrugs their shoulders and goes, oh, okay. That's not what we want. That no. is terrible for rugby league and, and in Queensland as well. Yep. All right. Well, speaking of improvements that need to be made, it's us on the betting front. I think we should talk to <laughs> Ryan Cook. We're on the clock too. <laughs> <laughs> the weekend's footy through the eyes of the punters with all the numbers, trends and odds you need to know. This is the offload. Mothers, lock up your daughters. It's the form guide, form buyer, Ryan Cook. Welcome back. G'day, boys. How did we all go on the punt last week? Any winners aside from our failed multi, or your failed multi, I should say? I think you know the answer to that, Ryan. Not a Absolutely single one. Absolutely not. Gerard, you got a multi up just before you are tying yeah, us off there, you mate. Can't, you, can't, you can't wipe the smile off my face. It's a different sport, um, <laughs> basketball, but look, you've got to take your winnings when you take well, them, boys. It's starting to get a bit grim for us. We might need to start looking into other sports. Well, look, I've had a bit of luck in the last couple of weeks, but look, it's not about me.
Uh, it's about a form fondly. It's not about me. Uh, let's get into it, boys. All right, so this week's Don't Argue can only be one winner, and that's uh, he shares the same last name as my good self. Damien Cook scored a hat-trick against the Dogs last Friday night, $23 if you don't mind. I think he took all three Dally M votes in the process. Um, was also paying a handy $4.50 any time, taking on the West Tigers on Saturday, a team he doesn't tend to score against. Um, he's only scored once against them in 12 games. You're getting $3.75 again this week, which is probably about right. But I just want to steer the conversation back into the into the Rabbitohs in general. What do you guys, and Chris, I'll ask you this especially because I think you might have a bit of insight here. What do you guys think about NRL playing a game in America maybe next season, Rabbitohs yeah. and Manly? Yeah, look, I was uh, fortunate enough to be part of the USA Rugby League team as their media manager back in 2013 USA. World Cup. Learned the anthem and everything. Actually, great five year, five weeks. Uh, Gonna sign that life. for us now, mate. No. <laughs> if you don't get a leg up this week, you're singing it next yeah. week. Yeah. <laughs> oh, all right. All right. Fair enough. No. Actually, I think. Look, um, England and New Zealand actually played a test over there, and Denver got 20k despite the NRL mm. ridiculing it and trying and clubs trying everything they could to keep players away. I think it's a great idea. Hey, rugby league's a great game. Let's spread the gospel. Let's try things. Um, the facts are that AFL is number one in this country. Um, we need to do things differently. And our product is, in my opinion, much easier to sell than AFLs. We need to go outside the box and, and do things differently, take chances. Ryan, who are this week's punters pals? Let's start with Valentine Holmes, who uh, I did tip last week anytime, by the way. Um, so he's now scored a try in each of his last five away trips to Geo Stadium, was paying $3 to score, went straight through the middle through a couple of Canberra defenders, really nice little try, finished with a couple of line breaks and a couple of offloads as well. Uh, this experiment with Holmes in the centre, guys, do you think it's a big win? Do you think he stays there for the rest of the year? Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't think they're going to change it. I mean, maybe if they've lost these games that they, we thought they were going to lose, they might change it. But um, I just didn't – I'm speechless to, to where they are at the moment. I definitely didn't think they would be able to go down to Canberra and, and, and beat the Raiders, but, but they did. Does that say more about the Raiders than it does the Cows, though? Probably. Yeah. Probably, but you got to, you know, you got to give them praise when they, when they. Go, I mean, I know for a fact it's so hard to win in Canberra. So the, any team that goes down there and wins, yeah, good on them. I think the interesting thing is too, they played four games now on a six-day turnaround. So they play the Titans this week, then they got Parramatta, Newcastle, and then West Tigers. Do you think they are a chance in all of those games, Chris? Yeah, but they're not going to make the eight. Sorry. Oh, um, <laughs> Put a line through them. Yeah. That's all that matters. <laughs> yeah. And look, uh, I think they – I totally agree with Gerald. They've really surprised me. I thought they'd be 15, 16th this year. They're clearly going to be up around that 9 through 12. Um, Todd Payton, doing well. Good luck mm. to him. It's surprising, you know. I think he's changed his mannerism a little bit. Yeah. Like, it looked like he came to the club last year very aggressive and assertive and, you know, wanted to be that, oh, I'm, I'm the boss here. But it looks like he's taken a little bit of a step back and taken a liking to the players, which he had to because he looked like he was losing the room a little bit. So, yeah, maybe he's had a, maybe he's had a word from his wife, I don't know, or something like that, and she said, you need to calm down. <laughs> Side you need I to really calm like down. it here in Townsville. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the other name, guys, was Alex Johnson, so he continues to punish the Bulldogs. He's now scored in each of his last six appearances versus Canberra. Canberra, he was only $1.62 any time, but he went on to make it a double, $3.60. Brian Kelly was the other name. So he's now scored a try in each of Gold Coast's last six interstate matches. Uh, So he's paying $2.60 any time against Manly last week. Looking ahead, the Titans actually don't play a game outside of Queensland now until round 15 when they travel to Coffs Harbour to face the Sharks. Does that schedule have you guys any more confident in the Titans? They've no. gone 0-3 no. on the road no. and 2-1 and one at home. No. 
Not at all. What, what's confidence? I don't think they'll make the eight. I don't. I don't think they'll be last either. Uh, as I said before, they they finished most seasons strong. I think that'll be the same this year. But honestly. They've been a real disappointment for me. I thought they'd be doing better. I thought they'd be, you know, splitting their wins and losses. With the base that they built last season too, I really thought that they would start going out. They probably should have won in the first week of the finals last year and they've really just regressed again. Ryan, you'd know better than anyone that they're uh, just impossible to uh, to trust from a betting perspective. Especially when they give up so many points and they're in Mm. so many high-scoring games. Yeah, it's it's very, very tricky. Um, Looking ahead to some round seven tips this week, guys, I do like Isaac Targo again. So the Panthers score the majority of their tries down the left-hand side. The Raiders give up the majority of theirs down the right-hand side. Uh, Targo found the line last week in the 79th minute. We're getting $2 any time. I think that's good value. Definitely. Um, and we all expect the Panthers to belt Canberra. So I do have a little bit of a stat here. Reigning premiers have covered the line in each of their last 15 games in the month of April. So make of that what you wow. will. Um, <laughs> Stags also just... He taught Targo a lesson he did. last week. That, yeah. He's just like, that origin spot's mine. You're yeah, going for it. He really is trying to take it, isn't he? He's claimed it. Uh, William Kennedy versus Manly. Uh, the Sharks' young fullback. He scored in six of Cronulla's last eight games when they're the favourite. You're getting three dollars forty any time. He yet. won't be scoring though. Good no. luck. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's, uh, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Uh, he's also celebrating his fiftieth appearance. And then I also like the Fox Josh Ad- Josh Adekar. It was good to see him back on the score sheet last week, and he just loves playing the Broncos. He scored eleven tries in twelve career games against them but more importantly, loves playing at Suncorp. So he scored at least once in each of his last six appearances against the Broncos in Brisbane. If you're not first, you're last. <sighs> really good week for the book this week, guys. Um, probably the best result of the season because the book only took two losses. So that the first one was uh, Justin Olam for the Storm and then Brent Naden of the Bulldogs. They were the two shortest price first try scorers to get up, $13 respectively. Then Luciano Leilua was the roughest result. Uh, the second loss for the book saluted at juicy $41 odds, the fifth time he Ooh. scored in the derby against Para. Lay him on us, Ryan. The bad beats around six. Uh, look, we, it was actually only one. So op- the Dragons versus Knights game, the opening line was minus five and a half, and then it firmed to three and a half in favour of St. George before kickoff. The Dragons only won by five in the end. But on the flip side, if you back Newcastle to cover... You probably owe Zach Lomax a beer for missing a few conversions. Ryan, any movement in the futures markets this week? No surprises here. We got Penrith four dollars twenty-five into three dollars fifty to win it all. Melbourne's also five dollars fifty into four dollars, and then uh, Canberra a dollar eighty all the way out to three dollars fifty just to make the eight. Ooh. The most losses market is very interesting though. So really big move for the Bulldogs, and it's probably due to that COVID situation. So they're fifteen dollars all the way into two dollars seventy-five, and they're now co-favorites with the Tigers. Um, I'll just throw this open to you guys. Who would you have more confidence in winning another game this year between Ooh. the Dogs and the Tigers? <laughs> um, I, I think the Dogs because they have better players. Yeah. I think it's as simple as that, honestly. Uh, Ryan, yeah. last week's Mad Multi is going to be extremely Hard. difficult to toss this Hard. season. Did anything noteworthy happen in round six? Tough round with a couple of uh, favourites losing this week, guys. So the Raiders and Parramatta probably cost a lot of people. Um, as well as the Roosters failing to cover. But we did have one guy. It's not quite as impressive as last week's bloody $100,000 win. We're going to find anything impressive on this show, though, given how well we go yeah, with multis. Yeah, it's a very low bar. <laughs> um, so $35 into $12,800, roughly. Five-leg anytime try scorer multi across five different games. So it was Brian Kelly, Katoni Staggs, Brent Naden, Valentine Holmes, and Sio Sifa Talakai. I'm not sure if I got that name right. No, correct. Tried yeah. my best. 
Um, bloody good bets, though, that we had some real big winners this week. So 50K and then 30K on the Storm to cover against the Sharks. Timsy, 30K on Manly head-to-head against the Titans. That was surely you, mate. I'm ready to buy a house. <laughs> yeah. uh, 30K on South to cover against the Dogs. And then uh, we've spoken about live bets previously, but we also took 3K at $11 on the Tigers early in the first half and then 2K at $8 at halftime when they're up 14 to 10. Ryan, these are the ones that we hang out for every single week. Don't tell the miso. Uh, 70K on the Roosters. Holy heck. <laughs> Minus 14 and a half against the Warriors. It gets better, though. Oh, good Nick. This, this one is um, – <laughs> this next one's very baffling. So 100K on the Eels to win at $1.05 <laughs> against the Tigers. Um, and a... we, we also took 20K on the Eels to, uh, in the race to 20 points market and then 40K on uh, Newcastle versus oh. the Dragons. So uh, some questionable stuff. There. Wow. Uh, a dollar five. Hundred K on the eels. There's not much to win. At a dollar five. Yeah. Wow. Is the risk worth the reward? I don't know. No, it's not. Is clearly. Absolutely <laughs> sickening stuff. Speaking of, actually, our friend of the show, actually, host of the AFL Punting Podcast, Dylan was on hand in Parramatta earlier in the week to speak to the Eels fans out the front. A lot of them declared them as premiership winners and they've got on to lose to West Tigers. You can find that video right now. Idiot. <laughs> at Ned's Oz, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Thank you very much, Ryan. Thank you, guys. Guys, any team versus any team is new to Neds, and it allows you to select any two NRL teams and create a bet based on your team outscoring the other in the same round. It really is as easy as a head-to-head bet. So with that in mind, do you guys like anything in round seven? Any team? Any team versus any team in round seven. In round seven? Oh, my gosh. This is amazing. Yeah, I, look, I've, I've never seen anything like this. This is amazing stuff. This is amazing work. It's a terrific, it's a terrific betting function, honestly. I actually think the Dragons represent really great value to outscore the Tigers this week. Now, I think the Tigers are going to find it really, really difficult to break down the South's defense. Most teams do. And I think the Dragons, back in winning form last week, can give the Roosters a few headaches here. Prices are subject to change, of course, but as we record on Wednesday afternoon, you can currently have $2.03 for the Dragons to score more points than the Tigers in round seven. What a promotion. I'd go Cowboys over the Roosters. I think the Cowboys could rack up some points on the Titans. I don't see the Roosters scoring a lot against the Dragons. Yeah, well, that's, I mean, the Dragons are the team that I've taken there too, so that might be a very, very good target indeed. As always, punters, T's and C's apply. See the website for details and always remember to gamble responsibly. The Neds NRL Punting Podcast Multi. All right, in round six, Gerald, in winning form for the first time this season, selected the Raiders to win. Second up, Chris selected Greg Marzu to score at any time. Third and finally, I selected the Sharks to cover the line. That's right, zero from three <laughs> in week six. On at, fire. <laughs> as the old saying goes, if at first six attempts you don't succeed, try, try again. Gerald, you're up first this week. Where are we starting? Yeah, look, I've just literally gone manly. I've, they've got a, a you know a bit about them this week, um, some money about them. So I think they'll be the team to beat the Sharks at Shark Park. 
You know that I'm going to love that bet, of course. I know. We're getting two dollars seventy. I know that you love that me. Well. I think that's <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Ticks everywhere. Love is in the air. I'm actually up second this week. I'm gonna stick with line betting and you might call me crazy straight off the bat, but I'm going back to the Eels who lost to West Tigers last week. Ooh. Of course, Bounce back. that wasn't a great result. The Eels' record after a loss is excellent, though. They're coming up against a Knights outfit that I still don't really rate, although I chose this before Kalen Ponga yeah. had re-signed. So. What is the correlation between big re-signings and wins? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do they come out and respond? I certainly bloody hope not because I've just put, picked the Eels to come the line as favourites. Chris, bring us home. Look, I'm uh, suffering from some betting depression, so I've retreated and I've gone with the simplest bet, Panthers to uh, beat the Raiders. <laughs> Because I'm desperate to get a win. I just want to win. I'd really like you to hear uh, hear you singing the United States anthem next week. (laughs) To be fair, the way you've been going, you could stop a train with your tick. So this is not completely off the... Who is Penrith playing this week? Raiders. Get on them, guys. (laughs) 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 $1.08. All right, let's recap. Manly to win. Parramatta to cover the line. Penrith to win. Combined and even $6. Yeah, That's not bad, actually. I don't hate it. No. I'd, well, we don't have a choice. <laughs> Neither do you, yeah. punters. Yeah, doesn't matter. It's already built and it's available for your convenience under NRL round specials at neds.com.au or on the Neds app. All right, punters, that's nearly us for another week. Guys, final thoughts this week. Let's start with you, Gerard. Yeah, final thoughts. Mine's on uh, Caelan Ponga. Uh, like I said before earlier in the podcast, I think loyalty has been dead in this game for a long time, and uh, I reckon he would have got the checkbook thrown at him by uh, the Dolphins. Uh, I know he's on a million dollars, but he is... For me, taking the, the loyalty role and uh, it brings him to 2027. He's I'm not sure how old he is now, but that's late in his career, I believe. So, um, yeah, for me, the last final thoughts is uh, kudos to Caelan Ponga for staying at Newcastle and, and uh, trying to win a comp down there. Chris? My big tip for the week, Warriors, boil over, beat the storm. Wow. Why wasn't that the leg in your multi? Because I'm not that confident. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, it's Anzac Day's cr- class. Anzac Day, yeah. yeah. Warriors have a really good record. Um, they, they trouble the storm traditionally because they can shift the ball around. And I'd say the best prop in the game right now is Adam Fanua Blake. He's mm. um, He's been brilliant the last few weeks. So um, I will be investing some of my hard-earned money on the Warriors to beat the Storm. Manly made Aiden Fanua Blake. Beg your pardon. Punters, thank you for joining us. If you like what you've heard, Please like, subscribe, leave us a favourable review. You can find us on the socials at Ned's Oz. Enjoy the footy this weekend. And, of course, if you're having a bet, always remember to gamble responsibly. Thanks for listening to the Ned's NRL Punting Podcast. Be sure to like, subscribe and leave a review on your favourite platform. And always remember to gamble responsibly.